Yo, what is up, guys? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 2, Episode 11, actually. So, like I told you guys, I was actually going to, um, you know, do an extra episode of the Cloud9 uh, Podcast this week, actually, because of the all the off-season rumors for this uh, 2021 off-season. So, um, actually, we had an interesting... Uh, video posted by Travis actually just a few minutes ago before we actually went live and we're gonna go over that actually so yeah Sean what, what did you think about what we just saw because that is absolutely disgusting oh, yeah, I, yes. I gotta this for a work thing just give me one second holy yeah six minutes before we went live the whole C9 news with Travis Gafford broke about their rumored roster in the offseason in 24 hours holy yeah, I literally just DM'd everyone saying what the fuck there when it got leaked. Oh my god. And know oh, my computer is like slowing down. Uh, can you still hear me? Alright, you're calling some. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, okay, as, you guys are, like, now. as you guys already know, uh, Cloud9 is very, very accustomed to, quote-unquote, losing the offseason. Yeah. Now, I don't even really understand why they would roll-swap him to mid unless it was a, a player decision, actually, you know? Because Blabber and Fudge had okay synergy, you know? Like, Blabber did, you know, go to Fudge's lane a lot, you know, during the entire year of 2021, you know, he really didn't have any good synergy uh, with uh, Perks, actually, you know. So is this better long term? I really don't know. We'll actually. have to wait and see. Well, whether this turns out or not, I'm excited to see this. Yeah, this looks actually pretty exciting. But if you're going to have to rank this on paper, no, this is probably like a fucking fifth okay. place roster. Uh, like, come on, yeah, let's, no, I'm let's more, here. This is probably like a fifth place. I'm team. more disappointed by... Them by the bot lane and them out of old top laners imported fucking summit. Uh, hold on. So I'll post yeah. summit's recent stats. Just go look at that or screen share it. He has really not done that. And it was the same thing with summer 2020 or whatever when Yamato Cannon was their coach. He had high g- games, but then other games like very low quality games. Like, I don't know if he's really a good weak side top, which they might want him to be. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch him recently, I'll I'll be honest. But, uh, yeah, I'm more mm-hmm. sketched out by that. Like, if you're See, looking at his stats, especially those I'll, last three games. <laughs> I'll say this. I haven't got a chance to watch all of the um, – because he's still on Live Sandbox, right? That currently Yeah, well, he was right? recently, yeah, cut. Yeah, so – Back when I used to watch the LCK, like, let's say last year, but no, I'm, I'm just fucking with you guys. So, Summit was actually pretty darn fucking good, you know? And then in, like, about, what was it, 20? Because Sandbox entered in, like, what, 2019? Same year as Damn One, right? He was actually pretty, pretty pretty solid, actually. And then he just started kind of regressing, not playing as good. But to be fair, he is also on a bad team as well, you know? Uh, I just don't really know who made the roster decisions this time around, you know? Holy. Like, this like is I the really type thing I do know. in the fantasy. Like, the issue here I have with the roster is there's just so many un- – there's so many uh, – ba- how would I say it, guys? I'm not trying to stamp on my words. 
Okay, so think about this way. There's so many variables added. So, like, it's the same thing people had uh, when they talked about the Fnatic roster in the LEC 2021 Summer Split when Buipo roll swapped from top to jungle, right? But this is a bit different, though, because this is a mid lane switch. Like, there's there's a lot of decent things you need to know about mid at, like, the highest level, though. Like, is Fudge actually going to be a good mid laner, though? Like, this is absolutely just something I don't even know they thought about. How is he going to compete up against Bjergsen if they want to win a title? I don't know, but honestly, well. I think this could actually work. So I made some point. I'll just, like, read off the replies I was saying, like, in the tweet below. Uh, if my, if my fucking Twitter would load. God, my internet's been kind of shit day. Okay. So, basically, um, Fudge is probably one of the most versatile players in NA, if not mm -hmm. the, and, like, this year at Worlds, like, he, like, every game besides one, which was a mm -hmm. lot, like, 15 or whatever, he played all different champions, so he's very versatile, and he, you'll, we all know about his, you know, adapting to, you mm -hmm. know, stuff, and, you know, like, and uh, improving, mm -hmm. all right? And uh, most of the champs that he played in top lane and that he's mm -hmm. best at, the majority of yeah. them, you can also play in mid lane. And he's the type of guy that you uh, give, like, resources to, invest <laughs> in him, and he rarely yeah. disappoints. He'll, like, carry. And what was the other thing? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he also roams a lot, honestly. When he was like, when he fixed his lane in issues, which he's now great at, uh, he ro started roaming a lot around the map, which, you know, is good if you want to be a mid laner. So, this is what I'll say like, he definitely improved over this year as a top laner, right? Came mm -hmm. in pretty iffy and then pretty much was basically Cloud9's best player all yeah. year, actually. Also, another thing, yeah, he also has actually great chemistry with Blabber. That's actually where Blabber got his best ganks off when he was with Fudge yeah. in lane. So this could actually, for all these reasons, this could actually work out really well. Like again, mm -hmm. I'm more iffy on like keeping Sven and starting Isles and importing Summit. I I'm really iffy with those moves, honestly, over this. And like that's the thing is the roster has so many. Uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Yeah, well, this was like 2020. It, look, look, look at it this way. There's so many potential issues the roster could have. One, non-English speaking player. So when it has to come to, I mean, you um, might speak a bit of English. Like, yeah, kind of factor in in in-game communication. That's going to be an issue, you know. So he's going to have to get accustomed to America. He's like, because we know this has been a problem with with like some import players. Is like, especially yeah. from Korea. They have an issue adjusting after a certain period point in time. Not initially. Initially, it could go very, very well, right? But, yeah, well, like, as happened before, there could be, like, I, I think Jack described it on an episode of The Cracker. Yeah, it's yeah, like a culture shock kind of thing. So it might look like it's going to work out in Spring Split when people don't try yeah, as hard, right? That's what happened with Perks. Couldn't adapt. And and I, like, did, yeah. I had a feeling that something like that would happen. I just thought he would at least stay two years because in every interview in the past, he talked about how he's just not suited, you know, and like he doesn't feel at home in NA, like has like uh, mm -hmm. issues every time he goes to NA and that he also like feels lazy in NA. So I just had a feeling <laughs> that yeah. would happen. But And that's my thing with the roster that we're going to go over is – 
there's a lot of issues that that is definitely gonna come up that a lot of people won't bring yeah. up but i do think it has some upside to it you know I just don't get the summit like the summon and the sven moves like there are so many great tops they could have imported like i know not all of them or the majority of them are available but like i showed you the stats summon is like maybe he actually was just like a fantastic weak side top this year on live sandbox like i definitely know the issues with live sandbox and with effort and stuff so maybe and i also saw a lot of jungle pressure and bot lane instead but I don't know. I look at, at his stats just on paper without watching any games that I'm not too impressed. I mean, I do think he knows like some English because I'm pretty sure I saw like interviews and stuff when uh, Yamato Cannon joined Live Sandbox in summer 2020, I believe it was. Uh, I believe he like understood him talking mostly, I believe. And it, it was mainly like Gorilla. Gorilla knows English, I'm pretty sure, their support at the time. Uh, mm-hmm think he so, like could understand him a, understand him a bit though so my thing here is you have summit who like could be a very good player toward the end of the end of the end of the year depending on how like the culture and c9 go the coaching staff and how they're going to interact with him depending on like what champions he's going to be on versus like his competition blabber a lot of people just straight up love this guy and it's like I don't hate Blabber at all. Like, I've met the guy. Pretty nice dude. Good player, obviously. But, like, I don't know why Cloud9 just chooses to luck themselves. Just, I don't know why organizations, at least in the LCS, just choose to just lock themselves into a player without potentially just, like, I mean, I'm willing to give him one last chance, Blabber. That's what we said this year. We literally said that this year. No, not (laughs) not for me, at least. Like, I still thought, I thought he just had one bad, like, he did bad at MSI, and he had like one week split in summer 2021. But he was good in summer spring 2021. He didn't look that I thought in the other 2020 uh, summer split either. He, after like a few weeks, he just looked kind of bad. Like, yeah, well, he was good in spring 2021, and he yeah. uh, he avenged him. He redeemed himself a bit at World. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm willing to, and you know they just had like bad chemistry him and Perks. So I'm willing to give him another chance. Like if he does. Does does the same this year? Then yeah, they need a ju- new jungler definitely. But we'll only give them another chance. Like uh, I need I, to I watch argue, Summit's games. I would argue they need a new jungler like now. But to be fair, they're keeping Blabber. They're keeping Sven. And yeah, but there's know, no options. And I know people are gonna be like, "Well, where's Vulcan, guys?" It's rumored he's going to EG. You know, uh, it's already so, pretty much done. So this is what I'll say: is it's like I could see the potential upside in the team, you know? I could see it, where it, like all the stars align, my dad comes in my life, I start having sex with Scarlett Johansson. But guys, this is real life. This is real life. And this is where like shit hits the fan sometimes. Like, so yeah, you have to have to kind of factor in, there's like cultural shocks that happen with people from different countries when they come to America. This is with any country. That's not just obviously North America though. If you go to another country and you're there for so long away from home, you're gonna have some sort of like culture shock where you're just, you feel alone, you don't feel yourself. That's what I think would happen with Summit eventually. Blabber has been super inconsistent, but like high highs, best jungler in the league, low lows, worst jungler. Fudge, I don't know how well he's gonna play mid. Yeah, he. He's probably spamming it right now in solo queue, and he might look good in solo queue, but I don't know how that's going to translate to the stage, right? And you also have Sven. Sven also looks like the best AD carry when he's on point, and then also looks like Sven this year, where he was, you know, 
actively running it down almost all year. Running right. it down at Worlds and running it down all year long. Just so, the bot moves piss me off the most. Uh, I mean, what I will say, though, is they could make a change later on and if it like if it like doesn't work out as well in spring fair, sort of like right. with, they could just cuz 100 thieves they could cuz yeah. like 100 thieves did after spring last year because Blabber's a resident Fudge is a resident Isles is a resident and I believe Sven is going to because he's played in NA for 4 years now yeah. so I believe that makes him a resident unless I'm mistaken but I'm pretty sure like they'll have like one extra import slot either now or after spring so if it doesn't work out they could make a change yeah and like jungle or something yeah to be fair i know a lot of people might be freaking out with this roster you know for like the lcs 2022 spring split but guys factor this in they do have the lock-in tournament right so the lock-in tournament could be a very very good way of building synergy and depending on how they do in the locking tournament, that's a good, clear indicator of like how strong the roster is. And I know locking doesn't matter, but I think for this roster, it will. Because I think the locking tournament for this year in 2022, if they have the locking tournament, right, will actually show you the potential upside to what the team could have. And then could also uh, show you like the downfall the roster could have as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's this? Uh, uh, yeah, man. I'll get to him right, right now. Give me one, one second, okay? Oh, uh, but yeah. What's up, Zia? How you doing, dude? <laughs> uh, I bet C9 tried acquiring tenacity from a hundred D, but fell through. Yeah, like for this, pe people gotta understand for the off season. You know, like sometimes other rosters, or sorry, other organizations just do better. Some just don't. You know, sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes it doesn't. And remember, like, it was very early on, like, all of the best mid laners started getting eaten up. You know, Bjergsen going to Team Liquid. You know, Niski probably not going to play from what he said. Jensen not going to play from what he said. Though I wasn't really a huge fan of, you know, um, you know, Jensen going back to C9. I'm not really a huge uh, reunion person, actually. Not a huge fan of that at all. Um, but it has worked out in some cases, and it hasn't worked out in some cases, though. You also have, um, you know, uh, the other mid laner, Humanoid, who is rumored to be going to Fnatic. So, like, during the offseason right now when I was covering it, I kind of knew they weren't going to have a substantially really good mid laner based off of, you know, what we have seen getting eaten up, actually. You know, uh, I would have preferred Power of Evil mid, honestly. I, I, I'm still a huge advocate for that. You know, I think that might be a better option long term than Fudge, you know, but. Fudge actually has shown he he can definitely improve, and it's possible he could be a top five mid. And by top five mid, it depends on the competition already, right? Because you have to kind of factor in, there's a ton of other players that are much better than him already at mid. It's like whatever his ceiling is at mid, it's going to be pretty much shown in the locking tournament, though. You know, and by ceiling, I, I mean the ceiling for what, what you're probably gonna see for like the first five weeks of some of like you know the LCS 2022 uh, spring split actually. So, yeah, I hope it's something that C9 has thought about. You know, because it's you know they have always had this meme where they like they like basically you know lost the off season, and I don't really know what happened this off season. You know, I really don't know because. You know, it looks like they just wanted to keep pieces of the roster that they had success with. Blabber, 
you know, Fudge and Sven, and they were willing to put Fudge into mid because they realized, you know, Perks brought in a lot of highs with the team, but he also brought in a lot of lows as well because Perks actually, you know, he played pretty bad this year. Perks was pretty awful mid this year, you know? Like, having Niski would have definitely, you know, been an upgrade, actually, you know? So, uh, if you guys are watching this, obviously, live, uh, you probably think we're making this up. No, this is this is for fact. This is, like, li 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 literally truthful statements right here. Uh, hold on. I think I shared my audio. Yeah, I don't, th I don't think I did. Here we go. Right here. So, here we go. Let's watch this. Well, it's the night before free agency, and uh, I have multiple sources telling me that C9 has decided on what their lineup is going to be. Now, obviously, uh, things cannot happen until free agency begins and signatures can start hitting paper. But as we've seen uh, previously, EG and Team Liquid supposedly locked their rosters. E C9 has now locked their roster expectations ahead of free agency opening. Uh, their roster will be Summit Top, Blabber Jungle, Fudge Mid, Zven ADC, and Isle Support. So yes, you just heard it, uh, fudge roll swapping mid so that Summit can come in. Uh, we will see how things go after free agency opens and people can sign because it's kind of weird uh, off season. You know, we might see some last minute movement, but as of now, that seems to be what C9 will be running next year. Uh, and uh, I'm very, very confident uh, based on the number of sources that have been telling me this. So uh, pretty big moves over at Cloud9. Uh, we will see how things go. And... Um, excited to see this lineup play next year if uh, everything goes according to plan well it's the night before free age okay definitely definitely did not want to hear that again because it still blows my mind actually also if you guys if you're watching live i don't know where sean went i think he's i, th I think he's dead actually or he's getting sucked up by a girl One no, of i was just things. letting you talk oh no you're fine dude uh let's see can you look up, look up Summit's stats for his recent splits? Yeah, yes, I, I sent it yeah. to him in a private chat. I, Give me one just sec, okay? share it. It's not that they lock themselves. It's that they aren't any good options at all that don't take up an import slot. That's, That's possible. That's true, because they missed out on the package deal. That would have been great. Yeah, like, they... I, I wouldn't say they missed out. Maybe they just chose, obviously, you know. No, because, like, I, I wouldn't believe anybody would go, like, I don't want Bjergsen. Or Hansama. I would have taken Kana and Niski. Well, no, not no. Sorry, not if they want to do Fudge mid lane. All right, if if Summit is not a weak side guy, then yeah, I'll take Kana. Like if they they got Summit because he's a good weak side guy. He mm -hmm. was on Sandbox. Like I don't know if he was. That's why I want to like ask anybody who actually saw him more in like summer 2020 and just all of 2021 because i don't know if he's like i haven't seen much weak of his game side or not actually i've only remember his games from 2020 yeah, they were it, like okay at best yeah, if he's a weak know? side guy then it makes sense but looking at his stats and the champions he played i don't know if he it actually is uh wait wasn't i was a top laner i don't remember much of him me neither me neither actually and he wasn't, like, up. that good of a support either. Like, I watched the C9 Academy games. Like, I do watch Academy from time to time, and I, yeah, no. I wasn't really like that impressed with him. He's like the Santorin of supports at best. Like, I wasn't that impressed with him. I wasn't impressed with most of C9 Academy, like, this year. Darshan, obviously not good. Shernfire, not good. Like, people might say, well, why did they just bring up Academy players then? 
yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. That probably was going to be the worst option. They need to do that. You would need better academy options, you know, or even having someone like Hanser in top lane would not have been that bad though. But he's rumored to be going to like what I think. Um, FlyQuest uh, actually, if the, if that rumor all, all you know pans out. So it depends on you know like a lot of things when it comes to mid lane though mid lane is one of the most key essential roles to how any team does during a year you know it's very very shown if you don't have a good mid laner you are going to not do well you know so it just depends on uh how fudge does mid lane because let, let's say like isles actually is a really good support you know let's say he is cuz I, I, I don't i don't think games that i've seen him out, out, of, out of academy I wasn't too impressed, but let's say he is good with Zen, right? Let's just say he is. Okay, so if Fudge is bad at mid lane, they're still going to have a massive, massive problem, you know? Because if he cannot compete with the other mid laners, it's going to be an issue. Now, who I know is this Cloud is like Nine's... the Golden Guardians experience, experimental Experiment? roster yeah. in 2020. Like, mm -hmm. even if like a couple of them worked out, there are still like way too many like projects for it to work out fully. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I did. I would have predicted them to make playoffs that year, though, if they didn't have Keith support. They made playoffs, remember? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they got yeah, out but, in the first yeah, round. yeah I would have predicted horrible. that because I knew they were underrated. FBI, Golden Glue, closer old them, but they had Keith support. I knew he would run it down, which he did. So I didn't <laughs> predict them to make playoffs. But then they swapped out who he. If they had who he to start, I would have mm -hmm. predicted them six. But anyway, continue. No, you're fine, dude. It, it's the thing where I could see how this roster could work out. You know, like 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 if Summit plays to the to the heights that he had when I first saw him, I could think that's an easily top three. Well, he top just needs to be like an impact. I don't know if he can though. Like I, I'm not too impressed looking at him right now. You know, this is what I'll, I'll say here. Role swaps have been a lot more common now you know that i've seen throughout out these years actually you know maybe they've seen fudge mid lane and they're like dude i gotta have that guy on my team over power of evil you know well i would take that <laughs> over power of evil actually i, didn't I don't want know about him. that i don't know about that no, I, I didn't want him i don't like power of evil he's a good he's like a lower he's like even a lower tier version of niski you don't win with power of evil he's Good, but I mean, you get to. I mean, dude, Power Evil's been to multiple finals in his last. Yeah, but you don't years. win with him. He's good, but he's not that level. Even Niski's on that level instead of him. Like I don't know, man. Like I, I, I truly think Power Evil's a good player. I think you're sleeping on my boy over there. A good player for like a team that make that gets like fourth or third place at best. LS has a lot to say about the doubters on Fudge Mid. Check his Twitter if you want. I oh, yeah. I, I was waiting for him to tweet that shit after that. Yeah, he's <laughs> huge Fudge supporter, as he should be, because, you, know, you know, that's the one thing else has a brain on, you know. And this the, this is the thing is, guys, I'm not saying it can't work out. I'm saying it's people who are going to believe one of two things. It's going to be the worst thing ever, or they're going to believe it's the best thing ever. There's yeah, going to no. be no in-between in this, right? Like, no, I think it definitely can work out, as as mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier on the stream, all the reasons. Mm -hmm. But even if that mid thing works out, which I do think it will a mm -hmm. lot, like, it's still, like, Summit's still not the best player. Sven is still not the best player who they should have replaced. Isles doesn't have the highest ceiling. He really is just, he's, like, at best, like, if Santorin was, like, a support, that's pretty much Isles for you. Like, it isn't the best roster, even if all these things work out. 
Because, like, let's say it pans out a little bit in their favor, right? Blabber, on his best day, could be the best jungler in the LCS, right? Just LCS standard, right? Mm-hmm. Summit might, at worst, be a top six top laner. At worst, yeah. right? Maybe, depending on how the other top laner yeah. perform. He's Fudge... like the Korean Hauntzer. Fudge yeah. might be a top six mid laner. Maybe. This is me, maybe. Well, right? I mean, who would you rank better than him? So there's... Anybody that's played mid right now, because they've proven oh. to me they, they can play mid lane. Well, okay, so listen, we have Bjergsen on an LCS roster right now. Then we have... Yeah. Uh, who, so who else is on Abadage. an LCS? Abadage. Uh, who Jizuke's else? is probably going to be on Immortals, right? Okay, who else? So those are those are, I would say, would, would be yeah, automatic. Power of Evil and Jensen Power are out. Evil? But... Power of Evil and Jensen might be out, but for sure Jensen might not be playing this split. Well, uh, I don't know why he wouldn't right be. The EG's running EG. I'll give you that. That's they're running a new That's guy. Right. Okay, if CL if CLG actually doesn't like play Jensen or Power of Evil, that would just be hilarious. Like, do you you know you think you know I don't know Jensen uh, like who 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 CLG. was the room? So they said oh, they're going to do Palafox. Um. Yeah. That if that pans out. Yeah. Are they, they on drugs? Are they on drugs? Like what the f- and they and they let go of Finn. That's the one player they should have kept. They actually should try to keep the guy. I, I mean, like, if he I wanted, thought Finn played then. pretty well, actually. You know, I mean, I did Finn want out? Probably. Let's be honest. Okay, he then. Well, CMG. if he did, then yeah, they can't help it. But Finn contracts and Luger were all are all great pickups. That would have been a great team. Like if you didn't see Luger in Academy, like he was definitely the best ADC in my opinion. He's like a good he, player. He's a good yeah, player, he's actually. definitely LCS. He was LCS ready last year. The same thing he's, with um Golden Guardians. They wanted to play Prismal, but they might be getting lost from TSM. Actually. Oh my god. Okay, look, Prism. Uh, okay, listen, Prismal. Honestly, he deserves a chance, but he isn't even that good. They Doesn't he have know why, I Academy? Actually, I, I don't. I don't understand why they didn't play him with Chime in summer. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. if they take loss over Prismal, though, holy fuck, I will. I'll jump out my fucking window if that happens. Are you the White Warren? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking shit! Why would, it, would they? And why is why is Chime not getting a chance? Don't Gigi? Well, why are he? He was very good in summer. Chime, and he's what? That was his first split. He was on the same trajectory as Vulcan. He's young. He's growing. He was mm-hmm. actually very good, dominant looking. And considering the shit roster he was on, why didn't they keep him? He was like. One, he's like one of the better young supports in NA right now that could grow, and like, especially over the player they're planning that. What, what really they're gonna get Ole back? Are you fucking kidding me? They're out. They actually said that Ole's gonna make a return on GG. That's just bad. Go so, Golden Guardians are making bad decisions. You, I mean, like you, you, you pick fuck? one. So this Prismal guy says and GG so, would have been great. So this guy replied to, to one of under uh, Fudge's tweets. Uh, he says, I don't really know a lot of NA player, but is this really an upgrade? Perks and Vulcan were the best player. Uh, Perks was not the best player, I'll tell you that right now. And Blabber, Fudge, Sven, the worst at Worlds. This guy says, of course is a downgrade. People only know Fudge through LS promoting Oh, him. okay, that's bullshit. That, that, that is just bullshit. Yeah, they I got mean, LS does promote Worlds. him. Yeah, they're friends, and they aren't streaming. Yeah, that's together. what a friend what are you does. Talking that's, a, about? that's any friend. Yeah, but would what do are that? you talking about? They only know him through. Are you fucking high? 
Everybody, <laughs> first off, everybody knows him, and he played great. All right, they all knew where they, he came from. All right, they got exposed. They got exposed at Worlds for how shit they were compared to real top laners. Okay, Will first off, he said they. Here, to be fair, a lot of top laners at Worlds 2021 were bad. Were absolutely bad. This was the worst year for top laners, though. I'll say that. I mean, if you've watched the event, you would know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. Anybody that's watched Worlds 2021 knows all the top laners were pretty fucking bad, actually. How Will shit it... they were compared to real top. So he, he, God, he learned some English, buddy, firstly. Uh, and that fucking handle gives me cancer. Look at all those numbers. <laughs> the no profile. God, Benny. God. Anyway, Will... yeah, the Benny Hill. That's fucking where you should go. To the fucking asylum. God damn it. Will right. be worse if he moved to mid because he will get slapped in all sides with the amount of talented mids in the world. Okay, first off, the the mids in NA right now, the on all the teams aren't looking that great. All right, shut the fuck up. All right, if Jazuke is like the third right third place right now, then that's not that great. All right, secondly, uh, mm -hmm. secondly, uh, he what he, the fuck are you talking about? He was actually one of the better tops at Worlds this year. Are He's you actually one of the more better tops at Worlds. He actually yes. played fine. You know? Yes, it was uh, Al Ale or whatever. Uh, Dude, I had Ale and Flandre in my all pro yes, teams because yes, it was pretty I'm, much all Ale, uh, Kana, Khan, Khan, uh, Kana, Flandre, and Kana, yeah, Flandre and uh, mm. Fudge. That was pretty much like uh, that. That's and there's one other. I'm, there's there's one other I'm forgetting about right now. Yeah, Zaihu. Yeah, those are with a six. So yeah, he's like at least like number six, honestly, with how they performed. Like, what it's, the fuck it, is this guy talking about? Nah, but my question is, is it even strong enough to get to get to worlds? It can contest to make it out of okay, this guy's sniffing fucking crack. It can contest to make it out of groups, if I'm being honest. Then we'll end up like Western teams who get knocked out 3 0 in quarterfinals. People think they're gonna get to worlds with, with this roster? Oh shit, you said they're gonna make quarterfinals. Wow. Thanks for the compliment, bud. Wow. That he just Wait, shot himself. It, right, look, it, look at that image. Look at the close-up yeah. of that image there. Go back. Go back, yeah. You, you need to show it on stream. You showed it on the one that ended, but yeah. That is go. hilarious. <laughs> Don't worry, G2 Perks. If you're bad, I can play mid lane. Whoa, shit! <laughs> oh, Lord. Because, <laughs> alright, guys. Let's be honest here. Perks did not play that good this year. If you have Perks's dick this far in your mouth, all the way right here. Perks did not play that good. Yeah, they're like, oh, he carried, you know, the rogue game, got them the quarterfinal. Okay, are you high? The team setting up the carry on LeBlanc, and he literally mm -hmm. ran it down, like, four separate times with his We're talking sleeves, about the almost same... losing them the game. We're talking about the same dude who played Renekton and went 0-4? Yeah. The yeah, same guy? <laughs> he, in that rogue game, he was the reason it went so far, because they get, setting up the carry and had over? huge leads, and remember then, like, it the did wall? four times. Remember he jumped over the wall? Yeah, he sorted back and killed himself. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and the one time, fucking like, yeah, on the like beside the tower, just like went up front, fucking killed himself. Oh my, yeah, he did that like four times during that rogue game when they had big leads and set him up to carry. All right, he's the reason why that rogue game went so late into the game. And dude, that's my thing. Is is it really that bad if they got rid of Perk? So I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, why'd you get rid of Perk?" No, but like, was I mean, he really like was he really that good? No, like no, it, it I, isn't dude, a bad thing, but in comparison thing, you know, to, I, I like Perks a lot, dude. I've seen this guy's career ever since it started, essentially in competitive league. 
But yeah, I yeah, people just, who think Caps was better than him, you're sniffing glue. I think he's better mechanically. He's better mechanically by far. Yeah, yeah, well, better mechanically, but overall, no. I don't know. It, it, it depends. It's it's kind of two sides of the same coin. It's like Perks offers intangibles that Caps doesn't. Caps offers certain things that Perks doesn't. I, I think there's a reason why it worked out really well with him. But the thing here is, like, I don't blame Cloud9 if they weren't going to run Perks this year. Even if Perks loves being an NA, I'd be hard-pressed to believe if they actually would have ran him because he really didn't play that good. He really played, like, not that good, honestly. Like, the amount of money they spent on him initially did not kind of cover, I guess, like, overall things you would have wanted. Like, yeah, they won spring. They got to MSI. They got to Worlds. They got out of groups. I mean, if that's what they're paying for, then sure, but that's not worth the, the amount of money they paid him for, you know? So this is going to be a lot more cheaper and hopefully a lot more effective. But I wouldn't say this is going to get them to Worlds. Like, that's a stretch right now because Worlds is next year. We'll have to see how the, how the entire year plays out. I'm not even thinking about Worlds right now for next year. I would assume this doesn't get you to Worlds because this looks like shit. Like, like literally, 100 Thieves, if they keep their roster, looks way better than this. And whatever the TL roster looks like is going to look better than this. There's No one's going to tell me that the TL roster and the 100 Thieves roster – or even maybe the EG roster probably would would look worse than this, you know? Yeah. His win rate on it is like eighty percent though. Blabber so fucking jungle gapped inspired. So I looked over Summit's champions across summer and spring LCK, and it seems like he's almost a NAR one. Yeah, no, I looked at it. He played not. a lot of the same champs. Mm -hmm. But remember. <laughs> This is one of the things with a lot of people that they don't understand. Not you guys. I'm just speaking in general. Is if a team thinks that's the best way to win, that's what they're going to put their player on. But to be fair, yeah. it's like they think that for a reason. They have an idea that you can only be good at this, so they put you on that. It's one of these, like, double-edged sword uh, mental tricks, actually. So, like, yes, it is a team choice to put a player on that champion. But through scrims... And through practice against other teams, they see that that, that that is the only effective way of winning. So they put you on that champion because that's the only way they're actually going to win games. You know? So my thing with, with, with the roster, also you have Sven. Sven is also at the same amount of issues that Blabber had. You know? Also, it's not even just the roster. Because if you guys have watched the recent uh, Summoning Inside episode with Monte Cristo, Thorne, and Sven, and Richard Lewis. Pretty good episode, actually, right? But, you know, obviously ours are better. But... Sven talked about how they had a lot of issues with Mithy and even said, I'm not making this up. It said in the video itself where he was like, uh, Mithy was, I think he kind of, he basically said Mithy was uncomfortable with him as a person. You must, I mean, that, that, that's just some bitch made female shit right there. If that's the thing. Wait, I, I mean, what? sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Who said what? So Sven said in the recent summoning inside episode with um, Thorne and Monty, right, that they had some issues between Sven and Mithy uh, about how they wanted to play to play the game. And it came to a point where Mithy was uncomfortable with Sven as a person. And when, he, and when he said that, I'm thinking to myself, what a bitch. What a straight up bitch. Like, who, what? That's some female shit right there. Yeah. Talk it out. Like, these are the same players that were – apparently arguing a whole shitload when they were on the GT roster and they won a bunch of splits there, but are now 
arguing this much on the Cloud9 roster. It's Holy like... Holy fuck. How many years have they played together and now they're arguing like, oh... Now he can't... Like, he wasn't uncomfortable with... Because to be fair, to be fair, like, this this was when Zven was more of a rookie, quote-unquote, when he first met Mithy, so he's obviously going to listen to him more, but later on he grew into himself as a player, and when when, when he said that on the summoning into the episode, I was like, oh, come on, Mith, come on. Like, if that's true, come on, Mithy. Stop being that's literally some baby shit right there. Oh, I'm uncomfortable with this guy. He he talks up to me. Like, what the fuck? God, yeah, fucking God, people are both so fucking sensitive, man. But like, if Isles and Zven can be a good bot lane, that's a plus for them. Cause like on Zven's best day, I think Zven is like the best ADC in NA on his best day, right? The same thing goes with Blabber. But that's in the jungle and the AD carry position though. To really do anything in the LCS, it's not just about having players. You need some decent level players, right? If Cloud9 win the split with this roster or even make the finals with this roster for the LCS 2022 spring split, that would be something. That would show you how bad NA is if they can fucking go to the finals with a roster like that. And this is also depending on how the roster plays, obviously. It's all depending on how the roster plays. Remember, I'm saying this right now, pre-context to the split that, that is going to be played. Well, look up. at the rosters, though. What could happen? <laughs> yeah, you know, NA has been very known to have some pretty dog shit rosters, actually, yes. you know? But I think you're smoking crack if anybody tells me that Team Liquid's roster or 100 Thieves' roster or even EG's roster is actually worse than them. That is literally you are sucking some hard dick right there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think... I mean, EG, this... maybe. I mean... Because EG, well, they have new. They're gonna have. Are they gonna have Danny? Or because no, they have, they have JoJo Peon. You, you know, Peon he, might, and, he could um, collapse. You know, Fudge could beat him definitely one hundred percent, and at least mm -hmm. for the short being, right? Uh, Impact. I mean, who knows? Uh, he has had off years a lot of times, like twenty nineteen. He looks really good. The previous split, though, he looked like an MVP. Yeah, but he does have then. off splits, like twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, summer. Uh, inspired got out jungled by blabber at worlds <laughs> all right uh danny i mean people could be overhyping him and then uh is ignor staying no they would run vulcan actually oh right well yeah i mean danny vulcan might actually be one of the best bot lanes actually yeah, that, well, that's what i wanted form? with cloud nine heading into the off season before any rumors started i'm so yes. fucking pissed they have it now I, I i think just a lot of people just like fall in love with players though when you're a fan of the team, like people just legitimately fall in love with the players though. Not like love. Like I, I platonically like these people though. Like, like I platonically love these guys. No fans legitimately are in love with some of these players though. Yeah, well, what am like, I supposed love. to do with my Vulcan jersey now? You keep it or give it to me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. I have like a jersey of fucking from old, um, uh, from the 2021 roster. So for me 20, personally, yeah. guys, to kind of sum up my thoughts, I might make a solo video explaining some 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 of my thoughts further. But this is just don't I uh I so like if I'm going I think it can off, work the mid lane one I think it can work if I'm going off of like let's see well let's pan it out a couple of ways I could see the roster doing well give or take how NA looks this LCS 2022 spring split. Now, I'll say this, too. I could see a world where they don't make playoffs. It's very possible, right? Yeah, I could see both worlds. 
EG you know? could be overhyped with the reasons I said. Every, every team could start off bad. Yeah. What if, like, dude, it's very, very possible. Cloud9 have, like, good synergy, and the yeah. Summit I- issues don't That's apply. what happened in 2020. And then guess what? They actually, you know, win every single game. They look like the best team in the league, you know? Yeah, well, that's what but happened in 2020. You know, they had a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, you know, ifs with their roster. There's then. a lot of ifs and going in that they one. Had, yeah. <laughs> then they had great chemistry. Uh, mm-hmm. Came how that first split was the best team in LCS history, pretty much. And then, you know, let's not talk about summer. Let's not talk about summer. You know, Bro. summer never happened. You know, COVID shut it down. You know, worlds didn't happen that year either. They just gave it to them one, you know, for fun. All right. Bro, I don't get how C9 always hard loses the preseason. So I'll say this. If they have the 2022 lock-in tournament, if they have one for this for this next year coming up, that's a good indicator of like yeah. what their level could potentially be versus like their mm-hmm. worst. It, it's just all these variables, guys. There's a lot of variables to go. Because yeah. I know a lot of fans are gonna go, it's it's gonna work out because I believe it's gonna work out, and it's all gonna come together because the yeah, because it happened the other times, which means that you can't criticize anymore because oh this is gonna automatically work out now. yeah but i told people though that, that that's not always the thing though just because it's happened doesn't mean that this specific time it'll work out either you know people just like to swing yeah. so far in, into the other ways you know i hope fudge the good mid laner these are all hopes you know i think like cloud, I, I think the cloud nine roster on its worst day if things pan out even esque, I think they'll be like maybe depending on other rosters too. Because remember, this is before all, all these rosters get like you know figured out, and we do our um LCS 2021 Spring Split Power Ranking. Sorry, LCS 2022 Spring Split Power Rankings. Um, I, I depending on on how the rosters go, they they might look like they're a sixth place team. I'm not even kidding, people. Like it's very possible they're probably. Yeah, like, there are a lot of teams doing place. experiments as well that could work out. Like That's look good. at. You know, look at FlyQuest. Look at FlyQuest for an example. Mm-hmm. What right, are they like, gonna run? Like Johnson, Aframu, yeah, yeah, Hanser. Yeah, Johnson. Well, no, I think they're doing Jenkins over Hanser. If they pick Hanser over Jenkins, that would just be depressing. But yeah, because Jenkins uh, didn't all look good either. Dude, yeah, Castle's but look, they have really that EU Masters guy or whatever coming in. He could pop off. So I'm saying, like, there are other teams doing experiments. So you know, could be. Uh, but yeah, EG could be overrated for all the reasons I mentioned on the stream. And here's the thing, 100 Thieves not making pretty much any changes from what I hear. All right. Who he could Except be they overrated. Might have the, uh, you know, they might have the tenacity yeah, thing. Closer but... didn't play well at Worlds, really. Abadage in like the second half of the split in summer. I thought Abadage looked great for them. Oh yeah. He... In the first half, he was MVP material. In the second half, though, he fell off. False off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, Closer didn't do well at Worlds. All right. Who he could just be getting carried by FBI. FBI didn't do too well at Worlds either. They're keeping some. They're going to run tenacity with him as well. From when I hear it, like they're not making any changes either. So people could pick, you know, take advantage of that. So, you know, 100 Thieves, EG might not be as strong as people think. So in that world, Cloud9 could get into the top two, make finals. And if, if the Cloud other teams Nine don't make work, finals with this kind of roster, I don't know. Depending on how the LCS looks. Depending on the how the LCS looks for the 2022 spring split. Well, has there ever been? What, when's the last time that a cloud? They actually haven't didn't make finals. In, or oh, they're. I, I don't think it's for, ever happened, has it? For what? For what? Actually. No, because look, uh, twenty, okay, twenty, okay, so twenty fourteen, sorry, twenty thirteen, they made, they won twenty, sorry, twenty thirteen, they won twenty fourteen, they won and made finals. 
2015, 2015 they summers. made they made finals uh 2016 they made finals 2017 they made they, finals they'll, they'll make a, yeah they'll yeah 2018 they made finals 2019 yeah. they made finals 2020 they won 2021 they won <laughs> right they haven't missed finals like one year and at least one they, of the two they, they'll usually always make a finals in a spring or mm. summer split and like i'll say this though even if the roster doesn't pan out i don't really they'll make roster um shifts mid msi pre lcs 2022 summer split you know that's gonna be a thing too like just because this is their roster right now doesn't mean it's gonna be the roster the whole year though you know fanatic definitely showed us uh this past year that if it's not working out orgs are like if, if your org is smart enough they're willing to change things out like if it doesn't work out i could see them swapping out some things you know doing some different shifts actually you know uh, so I'm definitely surprised. It's definitely surprised me, you know. Um, but yeah, let's go over a few in the comments and then we'll go on to the next thing. I see TL and 100 Thieves competing for first, C9 and EG competing for third slash fourth. TSM, I can't even put them in the combo yet till I see the full team. I'm really happy that we have a more competitive atmosphere, not compared to the previous years where you would know who the top three will always be. Mm -hmm. Now we have a lot of good teams. Well, except for the fact that Team Liquid looks way better than everyone else on paper at the moment. On paper, they're probably going to win the split. On paper. Yeah. Cause, I mean, at least we're not TSM. At least we're not getting tactical. At <laughs> least we have a mid laner now. All right. At least we don't have Huni. At least uh, we have a support <laughs> right now. All right. Cloud9 always makes finals somehow, even though they do weird offseason moves like this. Yeah, they'll make a finals. They usually always make a finals, give or take, a, of a year, you know? But just because it's happened before, like we said before, doesn't mean it's always going to happen. But I hope it happens, though. Like, I just think they're not going to be anything better than potentially... Like, Ford is also saying a lot, too. But that's also depending on the LCS roster, because some of the LCS teams do some really, really off shit, you know? Like, there's some, like, the fact that Dignitas were in the conversation as much as they were, you know, this year was saying something. I'm sort of going like, what? You know, like, but to be fair, Dardock actually looked like the MVP, you know, like, earlier this year. I thought Dardock looked better than Blabber, actually, earlier this year. But, you know, Dardock didn't pan out that well because Dardock never pans out because he's absolutely crazy, you know? So, <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, um, let's go over some of the comments from that video that Travis put out on his YouTube channel, actually, because... We love how Sean just rails through people in the comments. <laughs> Sean just actually just rages at people half the time. Holy yeah, on Twitter, fuck. yeah. I, I want to slam some people. It's fun. All right, let's go over some of the Twitter comments, actually. And then we'll move uh, on to the next thing. It's all uh, I'm not slamming anyone on here, though. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I was just responding to someone, you know. Oh, wait. Oh, you're talking about YouTube. Oh, yeah, I do slam them here sometimes, yeah. All right, so this guy says, Fudge Factor bringing his talents to the mid lane, and I'm low looking forward to it. This guy seems like a huge oh, yeah, I think I'm actually, like, hidden on tra on my main account for by Travis Gafford because I, you know, shot on double if too much because he's his buddy. Yeah, when he's okay. saying some bullshit and being biased. You know? No one talking about the Choke Master Sven is still even on the roster. Any highlights you see of this guy is him throwing games. <laughs> Doggo or Reckless would have been yeah, nice. I would have not taken one of those. Doggo or Reckless would have been nice. Not sure if Jack tried of if they were both just too expensive or if something else stopped those from happening. Well, they could still get them. Also possible. I heard Reckless bio is insanely high. Yeah, it's like 1.5 million. No loan option either. Carlos is just a 
He's a madman, dude. Yeah, and no, I don't you'd think... have to do it to 500,000, buddy. And I don't think Jack feels the need to buy a player who wouldn't be too much of an upgrade, nor that would stay a long time similar to the perk situation, though. Reckless buyout was 1.5 million euros confirmed by Carlos, G2 CEO. Yeah, you said Carlos. I'm pretty sure I know who G2 CEO is. Thank you for putting that extra layer there. Considering they paid 5 million USD for perks, 1.5 million euros isn't that much. Yeah, to uh, you, because you're can, broke as can, fuck. Can, considering that was actually worth it, well, Reckless Reckless would like not toxic, be worth this. Yeah, he's a toxic fucker, and who knows how well he'll play. Like, he's a mystery. Like, no, nah, that's totally Dude, different. I know we plus, talked the about brand this too. in with perks as well. That's why. And I know we talked about this, too. Guys, I know Reckless won the MVP for the LEC 2021 Spring Split. Guys, there was I don't know many, how he did. There was many... And I mean many better players that were MVP quality compared to Reckless, though. Although, I'll, I'll just give you one. Right. Treat was a MVP player over Reckless. Yeah, you know he just wanted for won? narrative reasons. Literally just narrative points, though. I'm not saying Reckless played bad that split. I'm just saying there's much better options, though. Most of you guys even agree with me, too. I, I mean, I'm not looking for validation, but it shows we're seeing the same things in a player, though. Treat, literally, to me, because I voted of MVP for the LEC 2021 spring split. Are you going to tell me Treats was the MVP over Reckless? Look at, look at what, what Reckless has to play with versus Treats. Uh, just factor that in to yourselves, actually. You know? And Reckless is, he's an, oh, he's an, he's a, I think he's a good player, but Reckless also offers very little for what you could be taking in, in like um problems to your team. Factor this into yourselves. Caps has played with Reckless on two of the biggest orgs in EU, he left one time, and then it was rumored that he wanted to leave if they didn't get rid of Reckless, actually. And then they kick Reckless to keep Caps, though. Caps was like, nope, not doing it ever again. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> get this guy the fuck out of here, you know? There's obviously something, though. Factors in, G2 is arguably, and by not arguably, it's definitely still there as a factor that right now when we're doing the show, G2 is still by far and away the most successful EU LEC organization, right? By far and no, away, No, right? because Fnatic won Worlds. Yeah, because everybody won. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, you count season if, one, don't you? Like, if... if <laughs> this guy's telling me. If yeah, G2 themselves, tournament. If, if G2 themselves don't want Reckless... This is G2 we're talking about, right? This is G2 we're talking about here. If G2 themselves don't want Reckless, that says something. Yeah. They uh, literally opted into him because he was an upgrade over Perks. And I know a lot of people said, you know, Reckless should never have left Fnatic. When he did it, it made sense, though. People need, need to factor this yeah, in, too. I, you you, mm -hmm. you can't just look at, like, how things played out versus how they were shown to you. It made sense in the context of that period point in time. It, it, it just didn't work out because reckless just has a lot of issues that no one likes to bring up though there's factor this in caps played with reckless two years right they made what the quarterfinals at worlds 2017 they lost to rng right they made msi that year they next year they won both splits and they got to world's finals of 2018 caps leaves caps the best player in the west at that moment in time left went to the rival org yeah well he got poached so that doesn't count and then when and then with the rival org won everything 
without yeah, Reckless. Can't believe that went through. They literally poached him. Fuck that. You know, under the table, person's like, come on, Caps. Come yeah, kind of fucking <laughs> whatever. Carlos getting away with tons of bullshit. They're like the Black Hawk. <laughs> and in fact, fact that the, the, this in people, Caps wins everything in EU 2019, 2020. Granted, they do have like the best players in every single position, but they do win everything, right? Well, they shouldn't have they, won anything in 2020. Holy fuck. Then they went to MSI. They won that. They got to. Uh, good God, are you getting fucking blown right now? I think Sean's getting blown by his girlfriend, actually. <laughs> and then, so they got to uh, Worlds 2019. They made the finals. Then they made Worlds 2020. They made top four. They did have the easier draw in Vivian Genji, but facts of the sin. Reckless and Caps reunite, and they. Facts of the sin. Reckless and Caps reunite. They win one best of five. They win one. They only won a single best of five, and it was against Shalka. That is disgusting. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Shalka that went 10th place in summer. Oh, <laughs> uh, congrats then, on winning they, the Reginald Award, guys. <laughs> you know what's crazy, dude, is they actually should have lost that Shalka best of five, too. They shut up, yeah. But they were better it's just so fucking... The, like, uh, the bot lane just fucking ended. <laughs> They, <laughs> they won, guys. I'm not even shitting you. Go look at the go look at the games, or actually look at the results. This is the time when you look at the results of the gameplay. Also, watch the gameplay too. They win one best of five against Shaka in the LEC 2021 Spring Split playoffs. They don't win a single best of five. They lose to Rogue. They lose to Mad. They lose to Mad Lions, and they lose to Rogue. Then it's the LE, the then the LEC 2021 Summer Split. They lost to. Uh, they had to play. Yeah, they lost against Mad Lions, and they lost against Fnatic. They they won one single best of five, and the best of five that they won was so bad. They just looked so bad in best of fives. I'll, I'll, I'll say this here: Caps did look good in in play. Caps looked good in playoffs. He looked terrible in the regular season. So you know they just had a lot of issues. Like I don't know what the issues were, and I'm not like scapegoating Reckless either. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but like reckless just didn't vibe with the team you could tell he didn't vibe with them you you can see the stuff in like off-season content maybe if like these things will tie up you know so i'll, I'll just say that we'll go over a few more comments and then we'll go to the next thing actually okay uh how how holy cow can't wait to see how fudge mid fudge mid goes i legit thought you were trolling when you said they had a new top laner then you said fudge mid and i started laughing then i read the comments what the fuck Mm-hmm. So, uh, let me make this a bit bigger for you guys watching, obviously. Uh, may maybe for the people at home. Give me one second, actually. My honest opinion is that people in the League of Legends community seriously overrate the composition of the roster. Yes, a team consisting of players like Caps, Gumayushi, or Khan is always going to be is always going to far better than a team of mediocre players. But if the difference in raw talent is it isn't significant. How a team functions together is going to matter far more in the end. Time and time again, a team of superstars has fallen short while a team with lesser names on paper succeed. That's also not true. That is not true. Uh, this C9 roster does look strange, but if it can work well as a team, they can win. That's not true because at Worlds, it's very, very clearly shown if you don't have like the best players in a lot of positions, you lose. This is when, mm -hmm. not to talk about group stage, at Worlds and MSI, when these events matter the grand scheme of things, right? If you don't have the best players at these international events, you are going to suck. This is known. Yes, sometimes a team with lesser players does better than you expect. Yeah, but, that's, but that's only year, regionally. So it's recency bias. It's because yeah, it happened that, this year. 
And that kind of concept only happens in in re in regionally. At Worlds, when has it ever been, been been a time where underdogs have actually won anything? Uh, EDG. But they're all like, but they, they <laughs> but they did win the LPL though. You know, they they, uh, they, they were underdogs uh, in the way that you look at like the better teams, right? T one, damn one, right? And well, FPX they panned out, right? But like, even if you look at the EDG roster that won Worlds this year, right? Flandre, pretty fucking good top laner, right? Scout, pretty fucking good mid laner. Viper, like the best ADC in the world. They had the best players in key positions that you need to win, right? People, or look at the IG roster that won. They had the Shy, arguably like fucking faker of top lane at his peak, and they had Rookie, arguably one of the best mid laners ever. Look, every single roster, except except like in in more recent times, even start 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 with a season three. Season three worlds, right? Faker, best mid laner, won the tournament. Season four, uh, Pawn, best mid laner, won the tournament. Season five, Faker, best mid laner, won the tournament. Season six, Faker, best mid laner, wins the tournament. Season seven, Crown wasn't the best, the best mid laner, but they had Ruler, who was really, really fucking good. They had Core JJ, who was really, 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 really good, won the tournament, right? Season eight, Rookie in the Shy, wins worlds. You see, my, you see a pattern I'm building here? When has the worst when has lesser names won anything at worlds or msi when it matters so never it's literally never happened i'm talking to events that actually matter in the grand scheme of things uh, right? yeah unless you want to count like 2012 worlds <laughs> fuck so uh... so like if it so i think people like conflate the two right if it happens domestically that that could be a thing domestically yes that could be a thing but I'm talking like worlds and MSI. I, I, I like I, I can't really think about worlds right now for the Cloud Nine roster because it's literally just like you know fucking way way too early right now, you know. So th this guy right here is going okay. Let's let's do, let's see if he got replies. Exactly. People don't understand this. They all think TL is going to roll all of the LCS with ease. It's these people are stupid. It, it, I'm talking about in the grand scheme of things, though. In the grand scheme of things, when all things play out, should the TL roster on paper, you're gonna tell me right now that now the TL roster is gonna be worse than that C9 roster. You're out of your mind. You'd be a crazy man to say that. You literally have to be nuts to say that, though. Because well, I mean, Fudgeball, you know, kick Bjergsen's ass because you know he's, he's bigger. Amazing. He's a giant man. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. People don't understand this though. They all think TL is going to roll all of the LCS with ease. And no one stands a chance. LCS is at the point now, like you said, where individual talent gaps aren't that massive. Yeah, what? sure, dude. What, sure. What, yeah, CLG. Okay, CLG's winning. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Paula Fox, Paula Faker. Let's go. <laughs> the teams that gel well are the ones that stand out. Just because they stand out in the regular season doesn't mean shit. I have faith this roster will compete for top three. Oh, I'm not reading none of this. That's just straight up. Oh. Wait, wait, actually he said smoking top crack. Three? That's crazy. No, I think they could. That that's capping hard. What do you mean? What do you mean? What the a hundred right. thieves or EG could collapse, and it just takes one of those. But then you could just say it the other way. What 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 if they don't collapse and they just you know because they have the better roster. Long people got to factor into long term. They even have the better players though. So even if it just works out for this spring split, okay. What if, what about summer split if it doesn't work out for them? Okay, now you're just stuck with worse players in a lot of positions, and the better teams with the better players are in the better positions than you. 
it, I mean, to be fair, it's a lot of hypotheticals, though. It, it's still, I think it's a, it's a hypothetical battle. But I want to cover a few more things before we head, head out of here tonight. Just uh, more Cloud9 stuff. Weird how it's called a Cloud9 show uh, or yeah. named Cloud9, a, a Cloud9 podcast. That's a lot of Cloud9 topics tonight, actually. Um, so I know, Sean, I want to ask you this. I don't think I asked you this last year or the, at, the, at the beginning of which was, what did you really initially think when they brought Perks in, actually? Uh, well, when they brought in Perks, okay, so, before, like, uh, when he was on G2, anything, yeah, fucking loved him, like, best Western player of all time, definitely, I would say, people who think Caps is, you're smoking drugs, all right, taking drugs, all right, um, now, heading into the 2021 season, you know, like, I was hyped, when they made that announcement, definitely did not see it coming, especially when they made that announcement earlier on that they were keeping the roster together, you know, then the OC stuff and everything. But, um, yeah, so I was hyped for that, you know, all excited because, you know, it's perks. But uh, I knew heading into the season, though, that he would be definitely great. And at, at the very least in spring, he'll be the best mid laner, which is the whole reason why, they got him, but I knew he wouldn't be, like, as good as the hype says, like, uh, carrying games and stuff. I knew he would, like, have some struggles and stuff and, like, looking at interviews and everything and adjusting. Um, so I did have, like, more realistic expectations. Um, like, the thing is, so a lot of, unless you're Chovy, I hate when, like, people say, like, okay, so this player has to carry for it to be worth it. It's, like, in League of Legends these days, you don't really get those players anymore, like, besides Chovy, all right? Like, you pay for these players with that type of money, they get the best player in your league in that specific role, which they did with yeah. Perks mm -hmm. at the time, all right? They they knew, I knew going in that he wasn't going to be, like, a carry, like, fucking, plus you didn't, you haven't watched Perks if you thought that, but yeah, so, mm -hmm. you know, and for me, the expectations, yeah, it, I say achieved because, you know, he was the best mid laner, in my opinion, at least in, for most of the season. Mm -hmm. And they at least made it out of Groots, which was the expectation at, at, at least. So, you know, I was happy yeah. with it, but I'm disappointed he only stayed one year. Like, I get how it works and stuff, but if you're going to take, like, that huge deal, I'd expect mm -hmm. you to do at least two years, like, multi-years. Like, I think one year after that is kind of... and but. At least so, like, Cloud9 made their money back, though, and it might be better in the long term, though, with how he played at points. And I will say that the exception is if it's, like, because of, like, family stuff or personal reasons, which it was, so more understandable. But, yeah, that's my take on it. So that's my thing here is I, I could see why it, it, it wouldn't have worked out either because, like, two out of factor in the coaching staff has a lot of – personalities on the on where it could clash right because you have um mithy as well and i know i know, I know a lot of people won't bring this up though um is, isn't good are they going to replace the coaching staff you oh know? wait i i've heard nothing about that yeah like they need to replace him holy fuck i just can we put Rainover back in head coaching he was getting progressively better with his drafting phase and how his players wanted to play the game you know and i just didn't really like Mithy wants to play a game a certain way. He's been very, very open about that. All of his teams seem to play the same way. They play very reactionary, very slow. You know, it's just so, it's just all of the Mithy teams do this really, though. You know, 
I just would hope they potentially get a new head coach or just a new coaching staff in general. Maybe. I mean, I think keeping big RB2 is fine. I haven't really seen much wrong. He's really did. I would say still keep rain over, but let's say Mithy's drafts leave a lot left to be desired. Actually, you know, that's just me personally. All right, guys. Uh, Cloud9 ended up finally officially parting ways with Perks, actually. You know, um, there was the, these parts I wanted to go o over. Uh, let's just go over it right now. Yeah, my audio sharing. Even if he's griefing the game, like getting caught over and over again, he still has fun. He's like laughing in his chair, giggling to himself, saying like, guys, it's still free win. We can't lose. Don't worry. He really showed us and he showed me that he cared about winning. He really helped us, like he really stepped up when we needed him, like for our game five to qualify for Worlds against DSM. He still be positive regardless of a negative event happening. When you play with one of the greats, you learn a lot. Yeah, I'll miss him a lot and wish him the best in Europe. They can gank me, but I can't shut me down. <laughs> and the favorite memory is lifting the LCS trophy on the first bit I got there. Uh, I mean, also like on the like making our groups. That was actually maybe that's even more. Actually, I didn't even think about it. I think beating EU in a tiebreaker to make it our groups might just be a more favorite memory than lifting a trophy. But it's hard. They're pretty close. I mean, it was probably it was probably one of my it's probably one of my favorite titles. I think this time around it. Uh, it was just like a whole different atmosphere, environment, culture that I had to adapt to. So I think it just showcased me, my own personal ability to do such things instead of, I guess, the circumstances I'm surrounded with. I felt like I could uh, make an impact in those series and playoffs and that felt, that felt good, yeah. And Team Liquid, they won the regular season. They stayed in the upper bracket. And Cloud9 are your first ever mid-season showdown champion. And after this, summer played out. <laughs> well, well, MSI 2021. Then summer played out, though. Actually, <laughs> you know, it, it's gonna obviously suck. You know, not having uh, perks. But you know, I just don't think he played that well, though. But to be fair, it's not always just about playing well. It's also about, you know, what Sven said as well. You know, it's all about the other intangible things that make up a good league player, you know, because league at the end, end of the day, you know, it's pretty much all a mental game too. And like, I did agree with Sean as well. Like, unless, you know, Chovy, Showmaker, like hard carry players like that are kind of hard to come by now, you know? It's, it's a thing where it's like Perks is better as a leadership figure, you know, than over like overall as a mid laner. But he, there, there's been splits where he's been a really good mid laner. But it's like, I don't know. People were expecting something they, you know, were not going to really get, right? And then they yeah. didn't like what they got and were very, very mad about it. Yeah, you know? they're, they're shocked by the money, but orgs have this money these days, right? They don't, yeah, they don't pay for these type of players with that money to get like Chovies. You know, there's none of those <laughs> besides Chovy these days. That's the only player like that. They just paid to get the best player in their role in the league, and so they K did that with Joe, and they did that with Perks. Uh, oh yeah, K Dots could join if he wants. Uh, Cat knows nothing about league actually. Oh well, I mean, that would be funny. That'd be funny. He's like, what is an LCS? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I want to see him like fucking <laughs> react to like these names. Like, what the fuck is a Perks? <laughs> oh god. I mean, the year has been definitely, like, turbo weird for me. Like, 
everything was closed in LA for a good amount of time. We were also like kind of quarantining as well in C9. We were very strict. Uh, there was workouts that you had to attend for team bonding, which I kind of understand. But I had problems sleeping. EU fitness bowl. In my <laughs> life, I had like on occasions problems with sleep and struggling with like, yeah, I guess the stress or like the change, everything around that. Um, obviously, change of team culture, team atmosphere, playing with different people, having to learn again Midland. I mean, which I know how to play, but I still have to learn again, you know, to get really good at it, get really good at my laying phase, or get really good at knowing what I have to say for my team because each team is different and this year was definitely a big personal challenge for me I mean besides that I definitely miss being on the same continent with my family and my friends so even though I got used to time zones I still think the distance is very felt and it's I'm at the point of my life where I mean <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm old or something but I'm getting to the point where I'm mature enough to know that I don't want to build a life or a career for myself in LA my life belongs to Europe and to my, like, I, I want to live in Croatia sometime in the future. I don't want to, like, move to LA and Berlin is pretty close. And I've been there the most of my growing up. I mean, like, the, the most important years, like, from 17 up until basically this year, I was there. And it feels kind of like a second home there. And then, of course, the big uh, part is just being closer to where I come from. And... Yeah. So moving forward, uh, I will not be playing for Cloud9 next year. Uh, this is a decision that I've come to not on result-based analysis, but basically on what I said and more personal and private stuff, right? So, which I actually told to Jack about over a month ago or something. Um, Jack has been very supportive. Did uh, one of his parents die? Very understanding. Yeah, dad. My reasonings and he's actually been yeah very nice to me very kind um definitely it would feel really bad if he didn't make it a group considering the we we like no you fucking staying bitch yeah 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 like this is what, what i'll say here um is if you keep a player that doesn't want to stay your roster will most likely implode like that tsm roster did with sven you know where they kept him when he was only really here for midi actually you know so generally it's better to let a player go if they don't want to be there because why would you want to keep someone that doesn't want to be there anyway though that inherently would cause issues you know that inherently which is going to cause a bunch of issues though you know all right let, let's finish this and we're gonna talk about the third thing uh, i just have to say though uh, i can't yeah. believe how can eu fans not feel just embarrassed for defending that season one world championship saying that it's a real world's win how can you not feel embarrassed saying, oh, yes, we won in Freak's basement. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this year, getting me out of the G2 contract jail. So I'm definitely very grateful for the opportunity given. And I'm I'm very happy that I, get, I had a beautiful staff and team built around my coming over here. Well, not really, I guess, around me only, but... They feel like Jack put a lot of effort into making a team good uh, for this year. Uh, and it's just been, you know, honestly, it's been a very nice ride. I think C9 it just literally gave me everything I needed or wanted. Um, 
they've taken care of me very well. I think it's been very fun to play with everybody and learn new perspectives in the game, new uh, personalities. Uh, no secretly is like fuck Sven. <laughs> it's so crazy how how many titles like Perks and Sven have won together. God damn, it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, EU fans like to brag about winning Season 1 Worlds. It's like, you ask anybody, who won the first NBA championship? No one knows that shit. Barely anybody knows. Yeah, it's like, oh, it, it's just kept for history reasons. Nobody actually holds it to any value. Just like, <laughs> just like most regional titles. It's good for, like, players just to have it on their resume, but that's about it. And just for fan service. He's, he's gone a long way. Uh, lover. He didn't die to crap this role. This is <laughs> oh, like <insane>. God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty fun to play with Jasper again. Uh, we, I've known him for a long time, so it's been an adventurous ride. And for Vulcan, I hope that the next time we see each other at an event, maybe you can beat me in chess because... How do you not like this guy? This guy is amazing, man. Uh, I love how he barely said anything comp like positive about Sven or didn't. He just said, nice playing with you again. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Like, anybody could tell these guys had issues. These guys had major issues, you know? I And, you know, Sven said it was because it was really hard to talk to each other, you know, because of, like, all the clashes. You, you, I mean, this is probably better long-term if they don't have all these issues, but... Is the newest roster not going to have issues itself? We'll see. No proof right now, but we all know that I hold the high record, so... <laughs> it's honestly unlucky that it's like the circumstances, like, if Sina was in EU playing in the LSU right now, I would probably not be sending this video to you guys, but it's just what life is about, and my path is somewhere else, and yeah, I'm definitely very grateful for the adventure, I will not... I'll never forget it, obviously, and all the people I've met and had fun with this year. And yeah, I mean, I'm just super grateful for the fact that all of this was possible and given to me. So, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. at least they won something. You know, at least they got out of groups and at least they yeah, won a title. Yeah, it did pay off in the end because, you know, the goals were... At least win one of the splits. Uh, go to MSI it, again because yeah. they missed out in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Go to MSI, yes, because just do the first time ever for the or get that out of the way. Make worlds and at least make it out of groups and make your money back on perks or even make a profit. They did all that. You know, it, uh, wish they did more though. They still wanted to do more though after that, but you didn't get to, but whatever. Uh, it did work out in the end, I guess, but yeah. Unlike the fucking CSGO, holy fuck that. Raw, six million down the drain on CSGO. For that fucking, that one, like, two game out, two games out of, like, 50. Holy fuck. They the always index, you know what's colossal. crazy? I don't, I don't know shit about CSGO, but I, and I know, and I know they won that major that one time. They've never been able to create a roster like that ever again. They've always yeah, that, that was amazing. That major win, holy Wasn't fuck. The one, the, we had the meme of like, no, you're not crying. I'm crying. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, don't don't cry because it's over. Cry because it happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll, also, guys, I'll do a video on Teddy leave, leaving T1. Imagine Teddy leaving T1 and they keep Zven. <laughs> 
God, I would take him. You know, t- why can't they play together? Why could it be? Ca- you know, it's crazy. If they're over your indexing Korean players, why not just take Teddy? Yeah, why can't they take Teddy, Teddy and Connor, and then Fudge? Oh. Yeah, that would be a good roster. Sword Art may be the biggest waste of money in league history. Well, to be because like, dude, let's kind of factor in perks. Kind of served his purpose about the money he got because even Alfari. Alfari, I, I, I know he didn't win anything, but he made a finals and he got to Worlds, at least with TL, and ha- having not made Worlds for like a while, right? Even Alfari, even though the money wasn't truly justified for what he got, at least that went somewhere, you know? Sword Art just went nowhere. That was like nothing. Yeah. It was like absolutely bad, actually. Uh, Let's see what else is here. Because we have to talk about that, um, that G2... And perks, uh, oh oh, sorry, the perks G two Cloud Nine contract actually, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know the most about uh, like I haven't read into it too much. All, all I know is that yeah, that how did that go through with Riot? What the fuck? That is actually so illegal. Ha- and secondly, Carlos, shut the fuck up. So you're stop trying to. You're literally just making it worse. Like I hope they fucking sue your ass now with the shit you're saying in defense. Shut the fuck up. God. Like, yes, it seems kind of cool that he did that because, you know, it's, it's just like where you um, you, you get the one-up on your rival. But it's like, how do you want to get the one-up on your rival that hard? Where it's like, him leaving G2 automatically means that if he wanted to join Fnatic after he left Cloud9, then how's that a bad thing, though? You know? Because, like, it's easy to say, guys. So he would leave G2 to join Cloud9, right? Then at that point, it's nothing G2 can do, you know? But they, but per, Carlos had a clause in there, you know, where if Perks or if like Cloud9 ended up selling Perks to Fnatic, they could have got like suitors from shit where like he couldn't join Fnatic for like three years. Don't worry, guys. I'll have the article in just a moment. Give me one sec, actually. Let me go over. Let me go to Jacob Wolf's tweet about it, actually, because I'd rather explain it all in contextual form because I was supposed to have this out, you know, on last episode but i actually was really busy and i kind of forgot and plus this offseason has been really crazy actually um but here i'll, I'll i want to show you guys this because it's going to be something you might want to know about i mean the news the news of this will come out anyway jacob wolf has a pinned tweet on his twitter page the 2021 league of legends free agency show is returning november 15th at 6 p.m et so that that's basically 6 p.m uh et which is what 4 p.m pst right Actually, 6 p.m. ET. What is that? 6 p.m. ET. Uh, EST to PST. But that's 3 p.m. Monday. So, yeah, 6 p.m. PT. So, yeah, I'll, I'll de- definitely, if you want to know where most of these rosters are going to in- in- end up landing in the players they've been trying to sign, definitely check out the free agency show. These are always fun to watch, though. Whenever they drop enough news in concession form, I do a ton of videos you said covering ETs, all of yeah. it. Wait, you said 6 p.m. ET? Yeah, so that's 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah, 3, yeah. yeah. Just, it's three hours or later. So, should we do a live watch party to all I the I mean, fucking... I'll be awake for it if you want. I'll probably I, did, I mean, I had to ask videos. you, were you planning to do any other movie reviews or uh, streams later this week this or week, no? This is my last week to do anything free because next week is just... I'm not doing shit. Next week is just yeah. purely pre-recorded content. No, mm-hmm. and one live stream. I might I be busy. I might be week, busy at week. some times on the on Thursday, just to let you know. Like I'll probably be back by around ten to ten thirty, but PM 
on Thursday, but be busy at, from like around five and stuff. Let me go down further and see where is the. Yeah, just you know, look at my Letterbox account. Um, you know, if you want, if there's any films that I watched on there and I reviewed, watch porn movies that you that you wanna that you wanna do a review of that Here we don't we have to do a watch party for, then you can we can do it. Just look through my account there. And I mean, hey, hey, but speaking of that, I, even though you're joking, Letterbox did two months ago literally add now add adult films to their site. I'm not just so, yeah, literally. <laughs> so we could if you want. <laughs> hey, man, not as possible. They literally did. I cannot believe my. I literally made a joke <laughs> to people saying, "I'll watch them add adult films before they add video games and." and uh, ongoing TV shows to their site, and then they literally did that three weeks later. I'm My jaw fucking dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, here we go. This was the article that uh, Hamza wanted me to go over. Uh, right here. Sources. G2 and Cloud9 allegedly colluded to prevent sale of perks to Fnatic, but Riot Investigation finds no harm. Perks will be moving to Team Vitality this offseason alongside Alfari and Karzi. Uh, written by Jacob Wolf. I mean, technically they didn't because they allowed it, but it's fucking stupid. Two of the most popular teams in Western League of Legends allegedly collude to prevent the sale of star of a star player, but both have escaped punishment after a top level. Oh my god, sorry. After a top level Riot Inve Riot Games investigation determined. No harm was done to the player, sources tell .esports. A clause in G2 Esports and Cloud9's buyout agreement signed in late 2020 for perks prevented the team from selling him to Fnatic for a period of three years beginning in November 2020 and lasting through the end of the 2023 season, according to a copy of that buyout agreement obtained by .esports. Fnatic filed a complaint with Riot's LEC office over the past few weeks asking them to investigate the clause sources said riots lcs department previously approved the g2 and cloud nine buyout agreement after it was signed in november 2020 the issue was elevated uh alleviated to riots global esports department given the involvement of the teams in both the lec and the lcs Following the investigation, Riot Global determined the clause did not affect the star mid laners team options for the 2022 season. Sources familiar with the investigation told Dot Esports, Riot Global found it did not impact Perks' 2021 through 2022 offseason prospects due to disagreements between Fnatic and Cloud9 over the cost of the buyout and Perks' desired salary. Perks will instead join Team Vitality after Cloud9. And that team came to an agreement, sources said. Perks will join a Vitality team who is also acquiring top laner Alfari from Team Liquid in a separate buyout and signing former Mad Lions AD Carry Karzi to round out its roster, according to sources. Perks and Alfari's move to Vitality was first reported by Esports Manicals. Moving forward, Riot will not allow clauses of similar nature to exist in future agreements, according to a source. Riot, Cloud9, and G2 Esports declined to comment on, on November 10th. G2 founder and CEO Carlos Ocelot Rodriguez Santiago spoke publicly about his decision to not sell Purse's contract rights to Fnatic ahead of the 2021 season in a December 2020 talk show with commentators uh, I Will Dominate and Thorin. Imagine Perks would have 
ended in Fnatic. What happens right after is a whole Fnatic team renews. Rodriguez said, do I want that? No. But because I want to have all my options open, does that make me a bad person? Go fuck yourself if that's what you think. So you're incredibly fucking naive if you think that you can build a world-class number one team that fights for trophies by letting everybody. It's just not going to fucking happen. Rodriguez later reiterated that statement in a September 2021 tweet. Perks to Fnatic is quite possibly the single trade I would go out of my way to never allow to happen, he said. Because the thing he brought up was, you know, Fnatic is G2's biggest rival. So if you, so like, it makes sense sports-wise not to sell your best player to a rival org. Yeah, and but make then them why better, would he though. fucking lie saying he wouldn't do that's that? That's what I don't understand, dude. I don't know. Like, that's no, he's my, just like, backtracking. Fuck off. He was okay with it before, but now it's, uh, this stuff happened. Now he's going to bring it up. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't believe anything he's saying. All right? Like, he's just fucking, whatever. He's just being a hypocrite. Perks to Fnatic is quite possibly the single trade that I would go out of my way to never allow to happen, like Messi to Madrid. If a player we bench wishes to join any European team, I don't know why I said TSM, Gal Galatasaray, or LPL team, we will gladly trade him. We haven't blocked shit. But that is a contradiction because he, I don't know, it's a weird contradiction, but not a bad one, though, you know? But, like, him not selling um, perks to his rival, his biggest rival and big, biggest competitor, that makes sense sports-wise, right? It, that does make a lot of sense. But he should have never said that it was an, uh, like, perks can go wherever he wants. That's where he fucked up at. Yeah, and... Plus, just the, the whole con. It's like it's just that's not how it works, so Carlos. You don't get to do that stuff with contracts. It's stupid. Yeah. And like, I don't know why the like the LCS don't they have lawyers to like precede these contracts? No, no, no like you, you like, like you don't want that to happen, Carlos. Then yeah, just don't sell them. And you're crazy. Fanatic, to, sell them the this is the reason. This is one one of the reasons why the esports industry is kind of like still naive. That shit yeah. like that can happen though. You know, yeah, don't the, the LCS have stuff. lawyers to go up through like. These contracts, and the double the... stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, out of all the th reasons why that TSM thing in 2020 does not count, that's just the <laughs> biggest one. All right, it automatically is revoked that title. All right, in the history books. Uh, precedent for a buyout restriction of this nature does not exist in League Esports, although it could violate the Sherman Antitrust Act of 1980 in the U.S. due to it restricting trade. Legal jurisdiction over this particular case would be unclear. However, since Cloud9 is based in the US, G2 is based in Germany, and Fnatic is based in the UK. Uh, I don't know why they go through all, all of this stuff, but sure. I, I guess they're making some like, you know, okay, antitrust laws, sorry, antitrust law differs in each country, though there is significant history around similar cases in the US. In the 80s, MLB owners were accused of colluding to lower player contract lengths and prevent players from changing teams without the previous team's consent. In all three instances across the 1985 through 87 seasons, an independent arbitrator sided with the players. MLB owners paid a collective $393 million in damages over multiple years to the players for their grievances. Buyouts in esports frequently do not operate the same way. They do in traditional sports in the NBA, MLB, and NFL. When a player is bought out or traded, their existing contract and its terms and salary are signed directly to the purchasing team. In esports, a buyout often results in the termination of the player's existing contract and the negotiation of a new deal between the acquiring team and the player. 
In the case of Perks, Cloud9 negotiated a new contract with him in November 2020 after agreeing to buy him out from G2. That deal consisted of a three-year term and was worth just shy of $9 million total, according to sources. He was the second highest paid player in the LCS behind only former TSM support, Sword Art, who oh, signed fuck. a three-year $6 million contract in November 2020 as well. Purse notified Cloud9 of his intention to leave the team in the later stages of 2021 season. As reported by Dot Esports last month, he preferred a return to Europe to be closer to his family after he was unable to travel back to Europe as much as, as much as anticipated during the COVID-19 pandemic prior to Cloud9's World 2021 quarterfinal matchup against Gen.G on October 25th. Perks informed his teammates that he wouldn't be returning to the team in 2022. Update. As of November 10th, 5.53 p.m. CT, the LCS Players Association announced via Twitter it is independently investigating the circumstances of this report and will fight any agreement that illegally or unethically restricts player movement or alters player bargaining power. All right, so the LCS, the LCS Players Association is a joke. Let's not – they're full of shit. They ain't about to do shit. Anybody that knows this knows what I'm talking about. The they LCS don't do anything. Or, listen, anything. they're fucking game devs. Don't know how to balance anything. All right, of course their lawyers are going to be shit as well, and this has no, no, been happening the, for years. The LCS player org is full of like form, former players, right? But they've never done anything. When this was announced, people asked, like, what is this for, though? They're like, oh, it's to help newer players and understand, like, what their contracts are signing in. That's why you get an agent for that? There's plenty of more well-qualified people for that. Like, even when the, the, this was announced back when the LCS announced it was franchising before 2018, I was like, this is stupid. They, the LCS Players Association is a joke. It's dog shit, and it's never done anything. It's literally crap. They ain't about to do shit. So if you guys hear anything about the LCS Players Association, just pretend that doesn't even exist. And, it really uh, doesn't exist. Yeah, and uh, it's just mostly with uh, TSM players. <laughs> so that's why it's so dog shit. TSM you know, players that's... get to do pretty much anything, actually. Yeah. You know? But yeah, guys, the last big thing would, would, would be, as we talked about before, uh, Vulcan to Evil Geniuses. I mean, let's be honest here, guys. Like, the players on the Cloud9 roster had a lot of issues. Vulcan himself didn't play that well. Like, you guys kind of factor this into it's not just the stage games that we see. Remember, it's scrims, solo queues, stage games, playoffs. Depending on how far you go, then you have to do it all over again for summer. And then you have, you have to kind of factor in... This is a long stretch of also not playing well, you know, for like a lot of the players in the Cloud9 organization. The Perks not playing pretty much well all year. Vulcan not pr pretty much playing well all year. Blabber not pretty much playing well all year. Sven not pretty much playing well all year. Like, I don't see why people think they should have kept him. Like, yes, he has a high ceiling, and I get that. But that wasn't shown all almost all of this year, so why would you keep him, you know? It just makes sense to obviously sell him, though. You know, I would have personally taken Danny over Sven, but obviously EG's not selling Danny. Like, come on. Like, after he made that play against 100 Thieves in that... Um... Yeah, I was really hoping that would be our bot lane, but I knew it wouldn't be. You know? It, it, <laughs> it's that thing where it's like... um, Like, how would anybody assume they would just literally keep the same players? It's beyond me. I know people in the Cloud9 Facebook group, they're like, yeah, well, they were actually making fun yeah, of people I'll... that, that oh, said that it's a... So I propose that we just change the roster because it's not really working too well, despite the world's results. Because everyone was smoking high after, after the world's results. They got out of the group, right? Yeah, like, listen, okay, 
Look, look, I left look at it the this Discord. Way. I left the Cloud9 Discord because I could not stand a stupidity in that. How they were literally attacking me because I just brought up the idea of maybe replacing other players. Yeah, like, dude, in in the Clonic Discord, I like fun. a lot of those people because they're 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 nice people. But like, let's be honest, you guys, just because the roster might do well at a certain point, that may, that doesn't just erase the bad yeah. that happens. Either, if, if you think Sven. Shouldn't have at least been replaced. You're a fucking drugs, all right? This guy was going back and forth. He's like, why would you want to replace Zen? I'm like, he played bad. Like, are we watching the same games here? I swear, some of you got... Some of you don't, don't be watching the You can games. upgrade it. Have you ever heard of upgrading? How are we supposed to get anywhere? And they make changes every year outside of 2014. Every team makes changes every single yeah, year. Besides 2013 summer, the 2015 spring, they made changes. You know, like I, I just don't get it with some people though. Why, why are people so attached to these players though? It's not like you're their friend. It's not like they fucking like fuck you or something. Like they're not, you're not, you're not their girlfriend. Like and the League of players, Legends fans are just brain dead. Like, come on, guys. Players change all of the time. You, you gotta stop getting so attached to some of these guys. There's a it's reason so why cringe. literally so many brain dead people are becoming top content creators in League of Legends for just the most like basic takes or like ideas because like 90% of fucking league fans are just that brain dead. All right. Like I I just don't understand how some people like how they get so attached to these players is ridiculous though. If and these are the same motherfuckers who say like, "Oh yeah, I watch traditional sports." If you watch traditional sports, you just further make my point. They always change. They change every year. You know, they literally change every year, actually. They'll keep, like, maybe one or two people, and they just start changing everybody else. You know, because it it, it would be insanity if they ran the same roster back trying to get the same results. That's in, that's literally insanity. It did not work out. Move on. Cut, cut, cut your losses. It's over. It's done. And with that, guys, that was uh, the special Sunday episode of the Cloud9 podcast, though. Uh, I will have another episode coming out later on this week, absolutely, uh, to cover all of the big roster bombs that'll happen pretty much after this episode you guys see go up, though. So, yeah, man, anything mm -hmm. else you want to say before we uh, close out of this, actually? You know? Uh, I mean, nothing really right now. I mean, next league stream, there'll probably have more to say. I didn't have much to say, honestly, outside of the, just the recent Cloud9 news that just hit right before mm -hmm. we are going to do it. Uh, just other than, yeah, fuck TSM. There we go. Yeah, but obviously, I'm, I'm a C9 fan. Yeah, I'm going to root for them, but I'm going to be realistic with you. I'm not going to sit here and, like, blow smoke up your ass, do that copium shit. It's not I, – I don't use the word copium. Crack. I, I, don't, I don't smoke crack when it comes to these rosters, though. I tell you just like yeah. it is, how I personally feel. Yeah, I'm not in love say, with these, I, like, I'm not in love with these be serviceable. Like, like, I'm not in love with these players like some of you guys are. I don't love them. And you guys don't platonically love them. You were in love with them. It's a different thing. You are literally in love with these mm -hmm. people. And you're literally insane if you think Cloud9 should have kept half the – some people in the group suggested to me they should just run the roster back because they got out, out of group stage. So we're just going to ignore all the bad games, right? Get the fuck out of here. Like you're just actually smoking crack. Yeah. But I will say at game. worst, all five of these players on the this lineup will be serviceable at worst. But will they – how many of them will be great? Uh, we'll have to mm -hmm. wait and see. Mm-hmm. And that's it, guys. All right, so the next ep episode should be out Tuesday, Wednesday-ish, yeah. around that period. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see how all the rosters yeah. are going to be panning out, actually, you know? Uh, fuck. Next Sunday, you said? 
Oh uh, no no no! This Sunday, this this week actually. Oh right. oh yeah right. Anyway yeah. yeah. Well then we might do an off season live stream maybe. Oh yeah yes. Yeah. There there will be a couple of weeks where maybe we might take a break, but you know then then again. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I'll you know, be awake at that out. time, so I mean all four. All right guys, see you guys later. Like, comment, and subscribe. Most of all, enjoy. If you catch the replay, like, subscribe, and comment. Do all Dislike that fun stuff before they remove it. If only for a TSM fan, because they're trash. And I'll see you guys later. Goodbye.